the film series that won't die to nearly 30 movies, one house, actually several houses, and cursed artifacts. The Amityville Horror Podcast. Hi, uh, welcome to the Amityville Podcast. I'm Tom. I'm Pat. And we are very uncomfortable with today's movie. Or I am. I am too. Great. The, Great. The Amityville Vibrator. Uh, I can't. Uh, it's like, what What does the box say? Uh, for uh, God's sakes, get off. <laughs> Which is a play on For God's Sake, Get Out. Yep. This is the Amityville Porno Movie. Which, thank you, Patrick, for paying for. I mm-hmm. appreciate it. Had to special order it from the uh, Filmmakers Direct. Uh, it is not available streaming anywhere that I've been able to find. I mean, there maybe there is streaming. I mean, we'll see. Ah, uh, yeah. Uh, oh, I boy. Hate you. I hate you. I hate you. I cannot believe we're watching a porno movie for this uh, goddamn thing. I believe this will be a softcore because, as you discovered, there is a special edition yeah. that has the hardcore stuff in it. Yeah, there's a... Uh, we, we, we got the DVD... But if you get the special Blu-ray, it includes the ten extra minutes of hardcore penetration. Yep. Uh, uh, we're just going to be watching the yeah the softcore version in, in theory. Um, no idea what we're in for here, except no. that uh, well, everything we just told you. Yeah, I mean, it's 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 a real porno. Like it's not like oh, it's a it's a racier. Amityville, or it has a reputation for having yeah. a lot of like sex scenes for horror movies. This is just it is a porno parody first, yeah, horror movie second. The exciting thing for me though is that this does have an actual the one of the the the, the uh, stars of the movie has an actual porno name. It's okay. a Mallory Maneater, which all yeah, right, you just don't get those as much anymore. Like you, you like you get the like the joke one. Like your Dirk Diggler's or your, mm-hmm. uh, your Chest Rockwell's. Yeah. I like to, like, in Seinfeld, Costanza always said, like, his porno name would be Buck Naked. Right, 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 right. Was, you know, it's good, but uninspired. My dad always told me that uh, if he could be a porn star, his name would be Buster Hyman. Okay. All right. <laughs> Not a conversation I ever had with my father. But. It, just, it wasn't really a conversation. It was more of a he said a thing, and then I just kind of moved, laughed, chuckled politely and moved on. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. Um, I don't know of any like a, a ton of clever porn actor names. Although I was not an actual porn actor, but in Marvel Comics, uh, there was a stretch where She Hulk was married to um, Werewolf by Night. No, Manwolf. It was John Jameson. It was John Jameson. I thought he was also one no. by night at one stretch. No, that's Jack Russell. No. Oh. Yeah. I had that the, wrong. The aptly named Jack Russell is... Fair uh, enough. Ma- werewolf, uh, werewolf by night. <laughs> John Jameson is a uh, Manwolf. Right. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. But I knew that it was J. J- Jonah Jameson's son yeah. because um, her name um, was Jennifer... Oh, Jennifer Jameson. She realized after the wedding that her new name was Jenna Jameson, and that could be a problem. Jennifer Jameson. But she was going by Jenna. No, she wasn't. Some of her friends in that arc, because that was the joke they were making. Okay, I'm going to pull the comic when we put put on the movie. (laughs) 
I just remember uh, you anyway. Do, like she, she Hulk's my girl. So just I, I think she realized her name would be Jennifer Jameson, but she never go. She never went by Jenna. I just remember her being very aghast at the oh, yeah. fact that she had to practice law <laughs> with. Oh yeah, Jennifer uh, Jameson. For those of you who don't know, She Hulk is a lawyer. Damn right she is. And some of the best storylines are about that side of her. It's so good. I'm very excited for the TV show and yeah. or to talk about anything that's not an Amityville porno movie that we have to watch. There is that. Yep, 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 yep. So, but um, I was thinking about how there's. This, but there's always been the softcore and the hardcore porn parodies of things over the mm. years. Like, um, especially my, if My you, brother got that, uh, the Batman 66 movie, which is hilarious. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's that's a full-on hardcore, or that's... No, no. Or, that's a softcore. You know, I don't know. I don't remember. I don't think... Like, I fell asleep, so I don't remember how core it got. Gotcha. But wow, that, that's uh, like two, two members of my immediate family that only have come up in this series because of <laughs> the porno par- the porno Amityville. They're gonna if they listen to this podcast, they would be concerned, but they don't. So Fair enough. Fine. Yeah, but no, like there was uh, for a long stretch, um, there was all of the like the Bear Witch Project and yeah. all the Misty Monday stuff. Spider Man. Yeah, um, I love Misty Monday. Yeah, yeah, she was the star of a whole bunch of, like, softcore parodies for a stretch. An erotic werewolf in London. Right, right, right. Um, Then they had a lot of, like, Julie Strain would show up in a lot of those. Mm. Um, Of heavy heavy metal 2000 fame. Yep. Uh, Married to Kevin Eastman, I believe, of Eastman and Laird Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles fame. I think they have broken up. But they were for... They were for a very long time time. because... He wound up buying Heavy Metal Magazine and actually featuring her quite a bit in... Yeah. Yeah. Quite a bit. It's like, I'm excited because they're doing like a 4K release of the Heavy Metal movie, but I'm bummed that it's in like a two set with Heavy Metal 2000, which, you know, I don't care about at all. Yeah, but you don't have to watch that one. No, but I want like the night the box art to just be Tarna being amazing. And that's like, it's a halfsy where it's like half Tarna and then half a... Uh, Julie Strain's character in uh, Heavy Metal 2000. Her character wasn't called Fact 2, was it? Or, I think so. Jesus Yeah, Christ. F-A-K-K? Something like yeah, 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 yeah. Jesus Christ. Anyway. Yeah. yeah. Uh, porn the, parodies. The porn parodies. Scooby-Doo one is fun. Oh, okay. I don't like how much I'm revealing. No, no, no. It's just, I mean, I haven't... <laughs> Uh, the one, like, I remember. Um, Why did I years, agree to this? Years back, uh, somebody I know had found one a clockwork orgy. Yay, that's funny. Yeah, and then you think about some of the stuff in a clockwork orange, and you realize maybe this wasn't the best idea for a porn parody. It depends on how okay with uh, non-consensual sex you are. I, I am not okay with it. Good. Yeah. Neither am I. All right. Great. But well, uh, we, we haven't even started the movie yet. No, we even maybe we should yet. just do that and date oh, this hole oh. later. Yep, yep, <laughs> yep, yep, yep. All right. I think we've dug it. Let's just bury ourselves in it. Yeah. Amityville so, vibrator. Feel free to order it so you understand what we're talking about in a minute. You can also wait about a minute or two to find out if we really think you should or not. Yeah. I mean, we say we we say. I mean, it's longer than a minute. Okay, we don't we don't have trouble like lasting through the movie. Okay, 
I'm just saying that we. <laughs> I usually edit out the part where we watch the movie from the podcast, uh, just because uh, that would be terrible radio. Yeah. 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 Or that would be a commentary track, which we won't do for a movie that you have to pay money for, and it's also a porn movie. Yeah. God damn it! All right, we'll be back in a second. Yep. Hi guys, uh, we you're, you're gonna hear the real intro in a second, but uh, have we we just finished watching the movie and we feel like we should warn everybody that everything we're about to describe is uh, about a for real, for real, hardcore porn movie. Like they described that there were deleted scenes that are hardcore, which may mean male female penetration. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But softcore traditionally, as anyone who grew up in the Skinamax era, I guess, yeah. would know, is there's it's just prevalent nudity. nudity. It, it, it's just it's nudity. It's it, a, it's 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 like old seventies nude comedies without the comedy. Right. Yeah. Um, lots of nudity. There might be full frontal pubis, but not maybe, genitals. Maybe. Maybe. You yeah, don't yeah, see yeah, genitals. Yeah. And you certainly don't see genitals um, being penetrated. Yeah. Which you do several times in this movie, and we feel like we should warn you because there's no way to talk about it later without talking about it. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. We're thrilled. Yep, 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 yep. So, yeah. um, This definitely was... Yeah. So... Full Monty. Yeah. Uh, The opening title card uh, said it was edited for European television for content. (laughs) Um... As it turns out, that was that was a joke. That was a lie. Was, yeah, they, they they were they were making a funny uh, because this is just a porno. This is this is just a for real. There, like the first the opening shot is just full on of a woman's genitalia right before she starts masturbating mm-hmm. with a, with the vib with the Amityville vibrator. Yeah, we see just about every character's <laughs> genitalia. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we get like in the first two seconds, you see the titular, but not in the way you're thinking, vibrator. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, oh, that was pretty good. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. I'm still like yeah. I may be a little slow to respond because I'm kind of in a. Yeah, we're horrified by this. Uh, mm-hmm. pa- Patrick was even more horrified at the beginning when he realized that the music at the beginning of this movie is the mu- is the same free library music that we use for this podcast. It's a track called Creepy Hollow, uh, and I got it off of one of the uh, Creative Commons websites, and they made this before we started recording they podcast. Have they have dibs. They have dibs. We are, we are. And we separately started, the, yeah, we separately started this, both of us unaware of each other's thing, pitched the thing exact is, thing same is in track. Cre- cre- thing is in creative product. Thing is in, their, yeah. their movie, our podcast. Those are the two things that we're talking about yeah the words are gonna have we're gonna we, we're not gonna use a lot of pronouns in, okay. in, in this podcast just to be but yeah so um oh, spoiler right there, trigger warnings for everything i'm sorry yeah. i'm sorry i'm sorry oh no 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 it's uh there are you know connections this is an amityville movie by our criterias that we've sort of established over time yeah it, the, it the music thing was a giant surprise. Yeah. Uh, because yeah, we've, we we're episode twenty thousand into this, and 
it's like I was not expecting that at all. No, imagine showing up to your uh, high school, your porno high school's prom, and you and somebody else are wearing the same dress. Yeah, (laughs) I'm sorry. So anyway, what's everything that's about to happen? The initial shock of the music definitely um, was immediately replaced by the shock of yep. Just uh, masturbating on screen with yep, the yep, demon yep. mask. Um, it's a it's a pagan sort of. It's like a a goat's head mask. Right? Kind of yeah yeah yeah, yeah. like it's a black like, mask. It's, it's got like a goat face with the horns sticking out. Like spent. Don't watch this movie. Go watch the Dan Aykroyd Tom Hanks Dragnet, and it's kind of like the pagan headdress. Mask. Right. Yeah yeah yeah. yeah. But this one features no virgin Connie Swale. Oh, the virgin. Don't, don't you mean the virgin Connie Swale? Dun, 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 dun. God damn it. If you haven't seen the Tom Hanks Tan Aykroyd Dragnet movie, treat yourself. That thing holds up and is just a delight. And I would rather be talking about that. So well, we, let's. Yeah, <laughs> you know, Christopher Plummer. Don't uh, tell okay. me, goddammit. All, right. All right, so we have the pagan woman masturbating, and then the, uh, a unseen figure uh, pokes a rifle into the room and blows her face off in a surprising amount of gore for what was supposed to be a softcore porn parody of the Amity film or uh-huh. like top of the head basically the head from the jawline up yep. is gone so it's just kind of a floppy tongue blood yep. just shooting out of the top of the the next stump, I guess. Yeah, the effect yeah. is pretty like, and oh, it's a good effect. The horror, the makeup throughout this movie is impressively gory. Like it looks good, mm-hmm. especially like, for like a pair of porn. Unsettlingly porn. good. Yeah, yeah, it's it's very disgusting. This movie. Um, we have no idea who this woman masturbating was uh, because we just don't. And then it cuts to Kathy. Right. Well, it uh, it goes to the opening credits. Oh, we have the crayon credits. Yeah, the opening credits are all done in crayon, uh, just on sheets of paper, and they're adorable. It kind of was. Like, this movie had a weird habit of being tongue-in-cheek charming, and then immediately burning through that goodwill that it just fostered. Mm-hmm. Like, we're with you, we're with you, why? Uh, so yeah, then we go to Kathy, uh, cleaning her apartment and she carries a box out of a room, uh, looks down the steps and just throws it all the way down, which I, I laughed. It was funny. Like, well, well, first she, she, she packs up the box and then puts the uh, Packers tape diagonally across the box so that it wouldn't actually hold anything. I immediately said you're packing wrong. She proceeds to toss the box down the sta- down the stairs, and when it lands, you see written in big letters, "Pick up your shit, asshole," mm-hmm. because Kathy is throwing out all the stuff from her ex boyfriend Chad. Who is Chad? We will tell you who Chad is later. <sighs> Prepare, like, don't edit any of the deep sighs out. Oh, I don't. The audience on it. That would be to too under- much work for me. The audience needs to understand what we're going through. So, so, so Kathy's friend Roxy says, let's go get you some toys to get your mind off of Chad. Chad. And so they go driving around and... They find a yard sale. Now, the yard sale is not like... Spe- like, they're not specifically going to the yard sale for the toys. But toys they find because there's this oddly funny, creepy dude. 
who says who who like literally like he he greets them he's sitting behind the table and then as they're looking he mysteriously appears behind them like, like just kind of pops up from like low in the ground yeah, it's, just like it's rises like a whack-a-mole up. sort yeah. of thing he just kind of pops up grinning like a weirdo and and sees that they are women of a certain hunger and uh, gives and he proceeds to offer them a vibrator that has quote been in his family for generations. Mm-hmm. It's kept in a cardboard box that used to house a Bible. Yep. And Roxy, the friend, says, no. you should not take a vibrator that's been around for generations. Like, Grandma's dusty old vibrator. Yeah. Or, yeah. Uh, but, um, she, Kathy takes it she, and she, promises like, she'll wash it. She, she, she touches it and then somehow cuts herself on the vibrator and then sort of does she oh she licks her own blood she licks right. her own blood but now it's been tainted yeah. with the curse um, she has to have it she basically grabs it and runs back to the car kind of gimme 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 yeah very um, excited. And yeah. So then we have we cut to the first of several scenes of Chad. Oh well. Oh wait, no, no. When oh. she runs to the car, Roxy awkwardly stands there for a minute, then wanders off. At which point, the yard sale guy starts laughing maniacally yeah. until he kind of chokes himself out. Yeah, the choking was. I would have also have accepted if he burst into flames. That would have been. That would have been fun. We did skip um, after the initial call with Roxy. Kathy starts masturbating and dream and like fantasizes about Chad who uh, proceeds to just jerk off in her face. Yeah. He stands up, drops his pants, starts going at it and then just, oh no, 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 no. And yeah. Yeah. So he was apparently a three pump chump. Yep. Uh, For those of you for those uh, keeping track, and I was, there are six masturbation scenes and two sex scenes. Oh, okay. Yeah. I did not keep a tally on that. Thank you. <laughs> because, <laughs> just like, I don't know why I did this. But uh, so, all right. So then, so then it goes. Then it proceeds. The next day, they go to the yard sale. Kathy uh, picks up the vibrator, and then after uh, Kathy picks up the vibrator, and Roxy correctly judges her on every single level. Uh, we have the first of several scenes of Chad and Mallory in this van that is not established where they are. Not until remotely. much much later uh, through the dialogue, they hint that they have been in front of Kathy's house this entire time. Yeah, and we're giving you the plot as we eventually sort it out. But through mm-hmm. the entire thing, did they tell us this? I don't think they did. Mm-hmm. Who were they again? I'm not sure. Is that the boyfriend? I think so. But then, a big chunk of confusion, they're staking out the house. Um, Mallory in some very cool, like, satanic pants. She's got these black pants, and, like, imagine they're, like, really skinny black jeans. But the fronts of her thighs are all are completely cut open. There's like a window, and in the window are these uh, pentacle pentacles yeah. inside the window, and it, they look really cool. Yeah, very cool pants. Yeah, um, they're just and uh, he in his fashion choice is wearing a t-shirt that says "I eat ass." Yep. With a translation of that in Japanese underneath. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So. That is so cool. Uh, <laughs> 
So it presents the scene, like it, the dialogue of the scene presents as if there's this uh, Friday the Thirteenth the series thing happening where the uh, Mallory and Chad are trying to track down as many cursed objects from the Amityville house. Now we were, we had to pause the movie. We were this confused because why would Chad be dating? Uh, Kathy, before she's even bought the Amityville vibrator, the answer is that Kathy is actually living in the Amityville house, right? Which they have not—they did not address until something like two thirds of the way through the movie. Yeah, like it's first mentioned. He says that's why he started dating her was yeah. she was in the house, but. Again, the found object the is was. never presented until they have broken up and she gets this thing, which they know is a cursed object, but they don't know if she definitely has it or how to find or it or it if is. it's seeking her out. Or yeah. It does not make any sense no. whatsoever. And yes, audience, we hear you. We are try- thinking too hard about the porno parody of Amity of the Amityville horror. But they but only Patrick pres- paid for this. And they only present us with a certain amount of plot. I would like those pieces to go together. Yes. If you go to a country buffet and you get um, you get a a nice steak, well not a nice steak in a country buffet. <laughs> it's a, it's but you get their nicest steak <laughs> yeah. and a side of chocolate pudding, they don't go together. No. Even though they're both awesome. And you can get them at the same buffet. Mm. You just, things have to kind of work together if you're putting them on a plate and serving them to people. Yeah. So, again, before we continue, we hear you. We know we're thinking too hard about this. My brain hurts. It really does. I hate this. I hate everything. And this is also where we get Chad, Chad's horror comment. Who was he talking? He was talking about an ex-girlfriend. Was it Kathy? Probably. It was, it was Kathy. It's just like if she were a Mortal Kombat character, she would have four arms jacking off dudes, and she'd be called Horo. That silence was not added. Yep, 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 yep. We're gonna have a lot of dead air. So this is good radio. Great radio. So Kathy goes home and immediately starts masturbating with the Amityville vibrator. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, one of the crucifixes uh, she has spins upwards. Inverted uh, cross. Um, there is a, a stalker around the house. There's also we. Ha- I, I'm sorry, but I, I've put a note in here, so we have to address in, in making the original Evil Dead. Uh, Sam Raimi and company coined certain term uh, terms for certain camera techniques: the Ramo cam, mm-hmm. the Samo cam. The, we get a lot of speculum cam mm-hmm. in this movie, and uh, again, I was told this is a softcore porn movie. So was I. And yet, yep. So a lot of speculum cam during this scene, and then we go back. After the masturbation scene, we go back to Chad and Mallory. Chad is now wearing a shirt that says, uh, fuck your racist grandma or grandmother. Yep, yep, yep. And uh, he is talking about how he is ambidextrous. Yep, he uh, masturbates with one hand, but he does everything else with another hand. But he just discovered that there is a word for that um, on his computer, on the internet. Yep, Um, in the movie made in 2019. Yeah, and he, sl- he through the course of the movie, um, 
continues to be fascinated by his ambidextrousness. His ambidextrousness. Ambidextrousness. So then we cut back to Kathy, who now, uh, having partaken of the Amityville Bride Braider, has a completely different color and length of hair. Yep. Because this, because uh, the Amityville Vibrator has powers, and definitely not because the movie took two years to make. Okay, now I understand. <laughs> so, yeah, she, uh, Roxy comes back over uh, to hang out. And it is and cold. I'm it is very cold, which is an Amityville thing. That's an Amityville thing. And it is, unlike the other ones, so cold that they... Feel my nipples. Yeah, feel my nipples. Oh my god, your nipples are so hard. It was like basketball. You're excited. Feel my nipples. Feel these nipples. God damn it. We could have watched basketball this afternoon. Yeah, we need to put together a whole list of what you could have watched instead of... Oh my god, we should make a totally make a super cut of all the movies we'd rather (laughs) have been watching that we name check during these things. That might involve going back through all the episodes. I know, but... Okay, listeners, if you're at home, again, you can see, like, I know you're work, diligently working on the Amityville Horror Podcast Wikipedia. Try to keep track of all the other movies we mentioned that we'd rather be watching. Not just in this episode, because there are going to be at least ten more. We would love to see, if, if, you, if somebody launches a Wikipedia for the show, <laughs> we can go in and uh, provide citations for some of our references here Tuts. and there, but we'd like somebody else to do the brunt of the work. Patrick does so much work. And I really do. I do so little because I don't want to. That's the only way this show gets done. I mean, yeah, but, you know, I host a lot. So there's that. This is true. This is true. Like, much like how Matt described it when people would uh, keep bugging them about, like, well, who does the the work, Matt Stone or Trey Parker? The band is Matt and Trey. It doesn't matter who does what. Yeah. The band is Matt and Trey. We are Tom and Pat. Yeah. Or Pat and Tom. Yeah. Like, even if in their situation, Trey is the one who gets officially credited as director, the two of them bounce off of each other. And make the product. Yeah. The thing wouldn't exist without the two of them working in concert. Exactly. Like the Coen brothers. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, again, so many things we'd rather be doing. So, it's very, very cold in the Amityville house. And, you know, if it's very, very cold, there's one surefire way of heating the place up. Want to have sex now? Ding. And again, we get these moments of like tongue in cheek self awareness that mm-hmm. are funny. Yeah. Because, want to have sex now? Um, oh, no, it's. There's a little bit of a nod to the camera on that, but then when yeah. they're actually at it, oh, I hope you washed that thing. Of course I did. And then she turns and winks at the camera and says, I didn't. And then I threw up. Yeah. And then, okay. So, if, like, during the, the, the first Chad Mallory scene, we had to pause because we were very confused. The first sex scene with Roxy and Kathy, a thing happened, uh, a bit of dialogue happens that we at first thought we heard something, then had to rewind it, then had to rewind it again when we realized what was actually happening. And this was, for Amityville people, this was fascinating. Yeah, this might be my favorite. Make me your playhouse. Oh, you're going to put me in an asylum. Oh, you're going to get, I want you to get up there and find my vanishing points. They start name checking other Amityville movies. As their sex talk. 
Mm-hmm. Like yeah. every line of dialogue is basically dropping yeah. the title of another one. Uh, there's no escape from what I'm going to do to you, yeah. or you're, you're my my yeah. asshole's going to need an exorcism. Yes. So they they name checked Amityville Haunting, Amityville Asylum, Amityville Death House, Amityville Playhouse, Amityville Vanishing Point, Amityville Legacy, Amityville No Escape, Amityville Exorcism. All of these. Do have episodes that yeah. we that we have done that you can go back and listen to previously on, yeah. And like one of the more the more the most horrifying bit of the uh, of the bit is that they uh, when Roxy says uh, stick it all the way up into my vanishing point, Kathy pauses and says, "Hey, that was a good one," which we haven't had the time to double check. Do they know the vanishing point people? They might. Um, this one was shot out in Michigan, I believe it said. Yeah, and I don't. I think Vanishing Point. No, maybe Vanishing Point. I think Vanishing Point was out in New York because yeah. Uncle Lloyd was in there. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they shot it in New York, if I remember right. Yeah, there's got to be some connection. Like just they, maybe they indie horror film that. scene. I be. think a lot of people involved in a lot of these are. At least through like horror conventions mm. connected to each other, if not that. through like, you know, zines and fan boards and all that kind of stuff. And for a couple of the ones we've watched, I've actually seen where some of the people involved are friends of friends on Facebook for me because horror <laughs> community and all that kind of stuff. Um, Actually, I believe uh, the maker of this one, uh, when I mentioned I was doing this podcast to a friend of mine who's a horror filmmaker, was like, oh, well, I know the director. I can get you in touch. I said, well, we have so far been watching all of these without any contact with the filmmakers just so we can go in and be as yeah. straightforward as we want on what we're discussing. Yeah. Um, we, we, because, we don't want to have to feel bad for anything that we say. Yeah, like... I have been involved in a lot of indie productions. Some have gone better than others. Um, some, the production might be great, but the people I worked with were not, and vice versa. Um, and then sometimes you just meet a great crew who knows what they're doing and is fun to be around. But I have definitely known a few filmmakers that I love them as people, and I cannot watch their stuff. That's fair. So... Anyway, um, I don't think any of what we're saying has ever been mean-spirited. No, not necessarily. Yeah. <laughs> we're going to gripe about things, and yeah. if... It's art. Yeah. You know, we have opinions. We're assholes. Yeah. And if you're making stuff outside of any sort of, you know, studio or, you know, investment system... Yeah, warts and all is warts and all, yeah. and... Like, I, I noted, as we got halfway through it, it's like, uh, one, like, one... It's uh, this is a better movie than Glenn Danzig's Veronica. Oh God, yes. Which uh, I say that with no irony. It just this is a better movie than Veronica, and like there was like a lot of hype about Veronica. Like yeah. everybody says, like everybody was acting like, oh no, Danzig's making a movie and it's good and everything, and you watch it, and it's like this is terrible. Like even for an anthology sexy times horror movie, this is horrible. Also, by the by, Veronica much more in line with what softcore means than this movie is. True. Uh, and also, like, and then later, even later in the movie, I, I noted it's like it's like the people that made this movie watched House of a Thousand Corpses and said, "I could probably do a halfway decent job of making a House of a Thousand Corpses movie," and they do. Yeah, this is not 
Actually, Vanishing Point is the worst one still, I think. Like, this is not... Mount Misery Road, I think, might be my bottom. Mount Misery Road, shit. Yeah, yeah, that's the worst mm. one. That's and I, the worst I mean, one. And I mean bottom ranked, since we are talking about porn and all that kind of stuff, I know mm. words take on different meanings. Yeah, so. no pronouns, no pronouns. Yeah. Uh, that's not a pronoun. That's more of a adjectival... Anyway. Uh, <laughs> look, this isn't, a, this isn't an English podcast. Has this been in Spanish the whole time? See, si. Whoa. So, um, the crucifix, yep. it now has a dong. It turns into a dildo. Um, a nun shows up at the house. We, we probably should have warned you, if you're Catholic, don't listen to this. And or, if you're Catholic, I'm surprised you've gotten this far in the series. Yeah, because... Well, yeah. Yeah. Um, then the nun shows up. This nun... She knocks on the door, and the door just magically opens, and she just walks all the way up into this house, even though nobody has responded to her asking, is anybody home? Yeah. Um, because well, she feels invited because each door opens for her on the way. Yeah. So, you know, that's always a good sign to go into this next room mm-hmm. when it mm-hmm. disembodied something says, Hey! Um, she gets all the way up to the bathroom where the bath is running and the steam is filling the room <laughs> and on the mirror get off and also the voice of the house, the voices of the house start telling her get off so she I was, was that was funny yeah that's just, like I, I genuinely laughed yeah, out loud I at a bunch did. of stuff in this there's a lot, there's a lot of funny like, jokes they made jokes that worked yeah not always no but um, and then she starts masturbating. Yeah, she's watching the uh, she's watching Kathy and Roxy, and she's doing her thing. At which point, a version of Kathy with fly eyes as fly noises kind of start creeping in. We, we're, we're, yeah, we're, we're we're gonna count it as the Amityville flies right. reference. Um, so Kathy has these fly bug eyes. And stabs the nun through the back of the head with the vibrator and uh-huh. juts out of her mouth. Blood, uh-huh. blood, 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 blood. But again, surprisingly gory and surprisingly good gore. Like the the the, the special the, the makeup effects are pretty good throughout mm-hmm. the whole movie. Yeah, and uh, another effects uh, thing that from here forward, uh, after they finish up, Roxy goes to take a shower, and Kathy notices the ventriloquist dummy. Spanky. And, yep, Spanky the ventriloquist dummy. Um, just sitting in a chair. In a little tiny rocking chair across the room. Do you think that this is a very tangential or just very attenuated reference to the blow-up doll ma- magically appearing in Amityville 2? Remember oh, in the sister's room? Yes. Like, or it doesn't magically appear, but like apropos of nothing, the sister has a full-on Sexy Times blow-up doll sitting in a chair that is never addressed or explained. Yeah. I think maybe that combined with the monkey from mm-hmm. uh, yeah, yeah, Toy yeah. Box and yeah. such. Mm-hmm. Okay. I can see that. I can see it's that. Made, they are aware of these movies. Oh, they're definitely aware of these movies. It's just a matter of what degree of reference each yeah. bit is. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so she sees this ventriloquist dummy, and then freaked out, she goes into the other room, gets Roxy. Well, you got 
Uh, sorry, you forgot the part where the ventrilo after she leaves the room, the ventriloquist well, dummy getting, pulls out. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Oh, I was getting to the, like. Oh yeah, so she leaves the room. The ventriloquist the dummy, dummy pulls, pulls out its giant, massive dick. Yeah. And then as he starts to rub it, Kathy chomps into a corn dog. Right, right, right. And then gets Roxy. Brings her back to the room. I hate this movie. (laughs) I hate this movie. I hate Patrick for buying it. I hate you guys for making me watch this. Anyway. So she brings Roxy back to the room. You have to see this. There's this creepy doll. Where did it go? And Roxy says, it's right there. And she says, that's not the doll I saw. And it cuts over to the ventriloquist dummy, who now has a fake mustache. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I guess, I don't know what I was thinking. And it's just kind of left behind. And they leave. And the ventriloquist dummy reaches up with a dramatic sting and rips the mustache off and starts laughing. Like, literally, (laughs) they play the dun-dun-dun! And then Leo. <laughs> There's every like this movie is like it's like two what one step forward, two steps backward perpetually. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because like again, like some of these jokes, I just laugh out loud funny. And then it immediately cuts to Chad pissing. Yeah. Just fucking hey, just pissing. Man. Does anybody? Okay, I'm not gonna ask the question because the internet and the answer is yes. Yeah. Um, so Chad pees for a scene. And more talky talky. Uh, doesn't wash or wipe his hands and winds up uh, as he's talking to Mallory, grabbing her by the side of the face and saying all sorts of things. And all you can think is pee hands. Yep. yep. Um, cut back to Kathy having sex with the puppet, uh, who then dismounts and kills Roxy when she comes in the room, stabbing her through the chest. This seemed very, like, even like. On a Charles Band Full Moon Entertainment level, seemed very uh, like a very avoidable death. Yes, and like she just waits for this doll on again adorably visible fishing line. Mm-hmm. Uh, they marionette it, you know, for what it is, I I think it works more than it doesn't. Oh yeah, like, like seeing the the fishing line and everything. I think it makes the whole effect work. Yeah. Uh, but no, it starts stabbing. Uh, the Spanky starts stabbing. And it's a Charles MacArthur ventriloquist dummy. Spanky starts stabbing Roxy while the vibrator starts talking to Kathy and promising her fortune and glory if she just inserts it into herself. Yeah, the vibrator uh, is the incarnation of Satan. Sure is. Um, and was it the movie or us that pointed out that Satan decided to... No, I think it was uh, Roxy. Movie, right? Yeah, the ro- no, Roxy. Kathy. Or Kathy. Yeah. Like, really? You're Satan and you decided to possess a vibrator. This is the best you could come up with. Yep. Cool. Um, so Roxy uh, gets awoken as a demon in the thrall of Kathy, who is now a black bride. And uh, but before uh, is that, in like you know yeah. full like gown and veil, just like you know Guillermo del Toro black. Yeah, uh, as uh, Roxy is as Spanky is stabbing Roxy. Uh, Kathy is masturbating with the dildo, and they're doing like full on battleship Potemkin, mirroring the same movement and uh, timing. Mm-hmm. Which, uh, I mean, credit where credit's due. Yeah. Then <laughs> and, the movie and, takes a detour. And by a detour. And, th- and this is where they, yeah, this is where the movie burned 
all goodwill. So Chad and Mallory go out to the woods. For reasons. And they do mushrooms. And we're pretty sure that the actors just did oh, mushrooms. 100% really did. I've never done them, so I don't know. You've never been around people who are shrewd out? No, I mean, not knowingly. So oh, gotcha. I, I, okay. I don't know. Gotcha. I, I, I'm not judging. I just, I honestly yeah, don't know. No, I just, I yeah. like, it is, uh, they did. They okay. Did. They gotcha. definitely gotcha. did. Gotcha. I defer to you. Yeah. Um, I have been exposed to some miscreants over the years, and I, well, being puritanical myself, yeah. uh, I, I'm horribly offended by everything we watch. Yes. Um, uh, absolutely. Everything Patrick does is about board. Yeah. He has never sinned in by any law or God. I was raised Catholic. <laughs> uh, Jesus. So, yeah, they... No, they're, they're, uh, they... They were shrooming. They were definitely shrooming. And not just, like, some of the mannerisms and the way they were, like, you know, just acting and, you know... But we saw how they improvised in other scenes around the dialogue. And we see how they improvise in that scene. Mm-hmm. And if you're trying to do a loose script improv movie, getting your actors shroomed up is the worst way to get usable dialogue. Yep. Uh, Including the fact that I'm pretty sure the character Mallory, who was not really named in other parts of the movie, I think she was named Mallory because she kept referring to a Mallory in what she was saying. Yeah. And the actress playing Roxy is named Mallory. Mallory Maneater. Right. So I think that was basically them. It could be that. Yeah. I think she was named that just as a workaround because of that's the footage they had. And it looked like they spent an entire afternoon Mm -hmm. just absolutely tripping balls. And it looked like a good time. I'm sure it was. For them. It's ten minutes long. It is yeah. 10 minutes of a 63-minute long movie. It's it a, adds... It contributes nothing to the quote-unquote plot. And yet, I still think that those scenes were more watchable than most of Wandering the Woods in Mount Misery Road. Oh, yeah. Like, at least hey, they... Babe, babe, look at this tree. Oh, my goodness. Look, These, they, we don't have trees in, in, in back home. Look at, look at these rocks. These are probably the rocks from that hospital. God, I am still Tripping balls and improvising. They had better dialogue. Yeah. Yeah. Don't watch Mount Misery Road. (coughs) Cannot stress that enough. But anyway, we talked enough about that movie. Yeah. So Uh, anyway, there's a very long sequence of them just talking while shroomed out. Uh, I'm obsessed with sand. I can't stop thinking about sand. I want to eat sand. What does this have to do with the movie? Don't know. But hey, it doesn't. We have footage. But then at the end of it, they're in a car, and somehow the shrooms have unlocked a key piece of information that there was this that the yard sale guy was fought was stalking Kathy around her house. Her house being the Amityville house. This is where we get finally get confirmation. At this point in the movie, we get confirmation that Aunt Kathy is living at the Amityville house. And this is when we find out that the guy that's stalking her, the yard sale guy, is supposed to be Ron, the actual Ronnie DeFeo. Or his son. No, because they say Oh yeah, no, it no, is they supposed say to be. Yeah, Ronnie because he got out somehow. 
Yeah, he got out somehow, but while he was in the mental hospital, he had sex with one of the nurses, and that's where Kathy comes from. So Kathy is the daughter of Ronnie DeFeo and living in the Amityville house. And if you think that I had problems with the Amityville murders when they were referencing real people, wow, did I not like it in this one. I don't see the problem. Okay. Patrick. Uh, so anyway, Chad Losing and, good guy points. <laughs> Chad and Rox... Or no, Chad and Mallory... Um, played by Emily Hills something? It starts with an H. Yeah, Mallory's not played by Mallory. No, she's... Um, they they draw their guns. Um, they they go into Ronnie's house. Like, they, they go to... They know where Ronnie is. Yeah. And they go in immediately. Chad gets his throat slit and his face no, cut off. No no? no, 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 no. Jesus, they, 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 I have yeah. no idea what I've written it, it, here. It, it got messy. Okay, so they go to Ronnie's place, and uh, Chad is immediately, he is still kind of shrooming. And so when he sees all the uh, weirdo graffiti and satanic Im- the stuff painted on the walls of Ronnie's house. Oh, God, uh, yes, yes, yes. Like the pigs and the weirdo stuff from Amityville to the possession. I don't know why I always say the full name of that movie, but I always do. Um, he's kind of trip- still tripping out. Mallory is trying to get information about from Ronnie. Ronnie is sitting uh, crisscross applesauce on the floor with some candles, and then proceeds to slit his own throat, saying that my that uh, my daughter is with Satan now. Right. Thus, completing the wow, whatever the real guy, whatever his problem was, you have officially made him a Satanist who did everything on purpose in the uh, service of our Dark Lord and has sacrificed his uh, his illegitimate daughter to him. Fuck you, movie. Uh-huh. Just fuck you. That's... that's these are, this is terrible. Mm-hmm. So then they go to the Amityville house. Then they go to the Amityville house where... Uh, again, Sorry uh, that Kathy Patrick is... spoiled five minutes ahead of the movie. <laughs> Just figuring half of We have time. not had any illicit substances. This is the effect of this movie. Yeah, we stayed sober on this one for like a reason. Like fucking morons. Uh, so yeah, Kathy is now dressed as the Black Bride with Roxy still topless just because... Oh, she's naked. Is she? Oh yeah, she is full she out. She's completely yeah. naked. But now she has like evil, totally black eyes. Right. That's how you know she's, you know, a zombie or something. Um, they start sacrificing person. Uh, we see intestines, we see a belly, but they're not making it too clear who it is because no. we're seeing most of the characters outside of the sacrifice, but they're playing around with the intestines. Including the nun. The nun yeah. is there, too. The uh, The only thing I could the only thing I could infer was that it's the same, like, white t-shirt look that Ronnie had so I feel like it was like maybe they're not necessarily sacrificing him they're just you know opening him up so that they can rub his entrails all over themselves which they do for like a solid three minutes then (laughs) then then our heroes show up yeah um confronting the evil um chad gets uh an orgasm whammy i guess thrown at him when he sees mallory yeah yeah, when he sees mallory and he just he just busts a load in his pants much like his uh t-shirt 
uh, foreshadowed, he comes and goes. Yeah. That's what his shirt says at that point. Come um, and go. Then as he's kind of... this movie. As he's basically, reco- air quote, recovering or whatever... Uh, During his refractory period. There you go. <laughs> Thank uh, you, sex criminals. <laughs> the comic book, which uh, everyone should check out. Not Very actual fun. sex criminals. Yeah. 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 No, the comic book is great. That comic book, man. Matt Fraction and Chip Zdarsky nailed the ending on that book. That was I, that was really great. Yeah. Or allow me to rephrase. I was very satisfied throughout Sex Criminals. Yeah. I, I, front to back, very entertaining read, very uh, heartfelt in yeah. places. No, um, absolutely laugh out loud, funny in places. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a whole separate thing, but definitely check that book out. Uh, okay. So, yeah, Chad gets his hand chopped off, and by chopped off. By Spanky. Le- yeah, by Spanky. The ventriloquist dummy. Again, these are avoidable things. I'm sorry. Because it takes forever to cut the hand off. Damn. Like, it's it's a couple minutes of just sawing through it where he doesn't take the moment to go, ow, hey, cut it out, kick dummy. Maybe, yeah, like, now, Spanky was cutting off the hand that had, the that Chad was holding the gun. Right. But since Chad is notably ambidextrous, he could have just reached over and grabbed the gun out of his chop, being, being, being chopped off hand, because, again... Patrick, you're absolutely right. This takes like five minutes to chop yeah. off this goddamn hand. Yeah, and guns are a phallic replacement for a lot of dudes. Sure. So, yeah, he probably is just as good a shot. And also Mallory has a gun. And she's just watching this happen. Yeah, she don't do much. And then, in addition to Mallory just watching her partner get his hand chopped off, she watches Spanky skin... Or, yeah, skin the face off of Chad. And again, a very gory, but very effective and realistically... It looked that good. Yeah. ...kind of thing. It, it looked... It was a good... It is a good makeup effect, this chopped off face. Uncomfortably good. Yeah. So the, the puppet puts the face on... And then runs away. Uh, runs away and is next seen basically Mal- humping Mallory. Mallory... This all takes place in the the second or third floor stairwell. Uh, After Spanky runs off, Mallory quietly follows, and then we cut to a splayed naked Mallory on the bathroom floor as Spanky, with Chad's face, humping something. Right. Because he's... Like, he's on the belly button, which is classic softcore. Yes, but... Or the room. Or the room. A lot of belly button humping. And then, do we ever see Kathy and Roxy again at that point, or does it just cut to the title? I think it just goes to the title. I think it just goes to the title with Mallory being humped on the floor. Presumably dead. She's in a pool of a lot of blood. Yeah. Like, they do cut to other things through the, like, you know, through and after the credits, but it's more like behind the scenes bits or like bonus line or whatever. Like, so I don't know what officially really counts, but pretty Mm -hmm. much the movie just ends there. Yeah. Thank you for sitting through Pat and Tom talk about a hardcore porno that they just watched. Mm-hmm. All and of our hands were above our waist the entire time. Uh, yep. Uh, um, the resale value for me is very low. 
Yeah, I again, there were some clever bits. Oh, there were some fun gags. Do not need to see it again. By process of elimination, we realized that the actor playing Chad is actually Nathan Rumler, the writer, director, photographer, and editor mm-hmm. of the film. Yep. Uh, who did, uh, per the credits, take two and a half years to make this. Yep. Um, Don't touch only, that. That yeah. shit. Hey, that's that's how you make mm-hmm. indie movies. It takes time. Everybody's got to be available at the same time. And I don't remember the placement of it, but I know that in um, in an insert shot towards the end, uh, he does jerk off onto a statue of Jesus. Yep. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And the statue of Jesus gets knocked over, and the head gets. Oh right, yeah, the head gets set, uh, popped off of the statue, and then it morphs into like a real person's head, and then he jerks off on that, right? Yeah. Um, can we stop so, talking about this movie? We can. It. I mean, to say the movie was masturbatory is. <laughs> I hate you so much. I hate you so much. I told Patrick I hated him every five minutes during this. Like clockwork. It was like you could set your watch and warrant. It was the only way we knew how time was passing. This felt like three hours. It is sixty-three minutes long. It was a session. I thought this was going to be like a lickety split, no pun intended. Just easy. We're going to watch this silly movie, and we're going to be done. Maybe we could record another one later in the afternoon. Nope. This was was a full day affair. Yeah, we are spent. (laughs) (laughs) Getting these jokes. Don't recommend it. We watched it. We don't recommend it. We have more. God God bless independent cinema. But. Um, no, this, yeah. is, this is terrible. This is terrible. <laughs> Again, we are officially into the ones released after we have started recording this podcast. Dear God. Uh, or no. No. This no, we started recording in 2021. This yeah. is, we're into the ones released after COVID, COVID and the quarantines yeah. and the shutdowns. When um, Pat had the idea, which was, I, I got to believe, started with... I can make Tom's life miserable. I honestly thought that both of us needed to get out of our quarantine bubbles. And this was a thing. Hey, there's plenty of episodes to do. We have a schedule. This is such a great idea. I love doing these things. This is is still a great idea for a podcast. God bless all of you for listening. I don't know why you do, but I appreciate every single one of you. If it's just the shade and fruit of listening to... To film know-it-alls that you may have known at some point in your life that, well, let's see what they do with something brutal. This was Here you go. This was bad. Resale value is null. Don't just, you know, squatters shouldn't even be forced to live in the Samityville house. We need to just burn it. Burn the the building down and salt the lot. That's a good point. Like, the resale value being as low as it is, I did have to buy this. So I have a copy. So the resale value is an actual legitimate concern. He, Patrick is going to go home and put this next to his gleaming Criterion laser disc collection. Oh. Although gleaming the cube Criterion edition would be awesome. My God. uh, I'm sorry. Do you mean A Brother's Justice? I saw it in the theater, so no. (laughs) 
I love that movie. Like, a lot of movies end up having multiple titles. I think that has the most titles of any movie. It's up there. Like, because I, like, legitimately, like, I saw it on TV, broadcast TV, as A Brother's Justice. And then, like, a couple weeks later, it was on HBO. It's like, wait, Gleaming the Cube? What is this called? <laughs> what does that even mean? <coughs> Gleaming the Cube. I still don't know. Gleaming the Cube is a late 80s, early 90s? It can't be. Is it the 90s? Late 80s. Late 80s. Because it's pre-pump up the volume. Right. I believe. Yeah. It was, I think, his big breakout role. No shit. Uh, Gleaming Clue, 1989. Oh Uh, shit, so that was like right before Heather's. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Okay, I'm trying to look up all the different titles for this movie. But uh, it's... uh, Christian Slater's uh, adopted brother dies under mysterious circumstances and nobody believes that he was murdered other than Christian Slater Uh, and Christian Slater is a scumbag skateboarder skateboard kid as presented in the film this was before skateboarding was a legitimate Olympic sport though a lot of his skate crew are members predominantly of the Pell Peralta uh, Bones Brigade yeah, uh, Tony Hawk is in this. Tony Hawk's in there. Right. I think Lance Mountain, uh, Caballero. Uh, anyway, I'll, anyway. Stop. I'll stop. So we got Gleaming the Cube, Brothers Justice, and Skate or Die. Isn't Skate or Die? That's, like, a, that's an NES game, isn't it? It was an arcade one, too. Oh, yeah. Skate or... No, uh, well, there was Skate or Die was an LGN, LJN NES game. 720 was the arcade game that shouted Skate or Die. And I, for some reason, always got them confused. Gotcha. But 720 was the better game. In Japan, it's known as Rolling Kids. In Italy, California Skate. But nowhere Roller Babies. That was taken. Solar Babies. Roller Balls. Roller Balls. Solar Babies. Roller Babies. Uh, Prayer of the Roller Boys. That's what I was thinking. And those are still not the Roller Blade 7. (laughs) I win! See you guys next week. If you want to interact with us online, you can check us out on Instagram or Twitter at Amityville Show, or you can send us an email at podcastamityville at gmail.com.